0: to pray in the name of Jesus means to pray with his authority, with his character, with his mindset. This is the Bible Speaks to You podcast, episode 121. Today, we're talking about what it means to pray in the name of Christ. You're listening to The Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early, your host, and this is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm so grateful you're here listening today. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We're going to be talking today about what it means to pray in the name of Christ or the name of Jesus. How many times do we hear that phrase tacked on to the end of a prayer? People say, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. How many times do you pray that way? If we're not careful, it's easy for that phrase just to roll off our prayer tongues kind of out of habit instead of feeling the deep inspirations those words really signify. There's nothing wrong with these words, and there's a lot that's right about them, but does just repeating the words in the name of Jesus or in Christ's name mean that we're actually praying that way? What does it really mean to pray in Christ's name? The Greek word for name, anima, means literally or figuratively authority or character. It comes from the base of a root word that means to know, so to pray in the name of Jesus means to know him, not just to know about him, it's to pray with his authority, with his character. and as I like to say on the Bible speaks to you podcast with his mindset. Paul said in First Corinthians 2:16 and I quote this a lot, we have the mind of Christ. So, do we use the mind of Christ when we pray, or do we use our own self oriented human minds? Do we pray with our own heart, or with the heart of Christ? In the Bible, when you do something in someone's name, you're doing it as the full representative of that person. For example, if the king sends a messenger in his name to give a command, it has the same authority and must be obeyed as if the king had delivered it in person. When we pray in the name of Jesus, do we feel that same spiritual authority Jesus would have felt if he had prayed that prayer? That's really the legacy he's given us. It's our heritage as children of God and fellow heirs with Christ. That's Romans eight seventeen. To pray in Christ's name, in Christ's character and authority, is really to subjugate your will to God's will, to work for God's glory, not your own, and to be conscious of and value your relationship with the Father as Jesus did. Jesus knew that God had sent him to preach and heal. He said. I have come to you in my Father's name. Well, just as Jesus tells us to pray and do things in His name, He came and did all His mighty works in the Father's name. In other words, as God's representative, everything Jesus did was with the full authority and character of God. If we do everything in the name of Christ and Jesus did everything in the name of the Father, then we too are doing everything in the name of the Father as well. To pray or act or heal in the name of Jesus is really to see the world through Jesus's eyes, to love the world with Jesus's heart. It means to see what is true in the kingdom of heaven here and now, even though we can't see it with the five material senses. To pray or act or heal in the name of Jesus is to see that sin and disease, misery and suffering are not God's will for his children and that God can restore well-being. It's the absolute conviction that God will hear and answer your prayer. So if we're going to pray in Jesus's name with his character, with his authority, what does the name Jesus actually mean? Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew name Joshua, which means Jehovah is salvation. So, to pray in the name of Jesus means to pray with the full assurance and conviction that God saves us. And sometimes we hear the similar phrase, we ask this in Christ's name. The name Christ is Greek for the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointed one. When you pray, is it with the anointing of Christ? Do you feel the power and inspiration of God's anointing love for His Christ? Do you feel God's love for you? Are you moved beyond words with His love for all mankind? Do you feel deep spiritual healing compassion for the multitudes as Jesus did? When you do, You will pray in the name of Christ. Everything you do will be in the name, the Spirit of Christ. And when I say, do you feel these things? I don't mean an emotional feeling. I mean, do you experience God's love and presence in your life? And it's also a matter of knowing who you pray to, Jesus or God. You may think it's all the same thing, but Jesus is very specific in how he tells his followers to pray. In the Lord's Prayer, he instructs us to pray to our Father. That's who Jesus prayed to. If we're going to follow his example, then we need to pray to the Father. But how often do you hear people praying to Jesus? Do you ever pray directly to Jesus? This may ruffle a few feathers here, but this is not what Jesus wanted us to do. He even said in John 16 23, 26, and 27, You will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. In that day, you will ask in my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father Himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. If you really love Jesus and want to obey Him, you won't pray to Him. That may seem a little counterintuitive for some folks, right? But if you want to pray to Jesus, I'm not going to stop you. I just think Jesus has a higher lesson for us to learn here in telling us to pray to the Father instead of to Him. Because to pray in the name of Jesus with his authority and character with the mind of Christ is to go directly to the Father. That's what Jesus did. And he wants us to go directly to that same source of power, of love, of grace. Jesus makes it clear that he is not that source, but the way through which we reach it. Jesus wants us to experience love directly from God just as he did. The Father Himself loves you, He told us. As for praying in the name of Jesus the way He really intended, it may feel like we have a long way to go on this sometimes, but I know you've probably had those moments where your prayers truly have been in the name of Jesus, in the spirit and character and authority of Christ, with God's love and your love flowing without measure. Cherish those moments. They are milestones in our obedience to Jesus. I want to look at an example from the Bible when the disciples prayed and acted in the name of Jesus and see how we can follow their example in our own lives. One day, Peter and John were about to go into the temple and they saw a man sitting at the doorway who had never been able to walk and he was asking for money. Peter uttered that famous line, and this is from Acts 3, 6-8, through Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I'll give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Here is this beautiful healing done in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Was it just saying the words Jesus Christ of Nazareth that healed this man? No, not at all. I would imagine there were times when the Pharisees used Jesus's name when they were plotting how to get rid of him. Did anyone get healed because the Pharisees said Jesus' name out loud? I don't think so. Peter and John were not merely walking into the temple wondering about what the weather was going to do or who was going to win the chariot race that afternoon or what was going to be for dinner that night. They were more likely deeply pondering, whether in conversation or quietly to themselves, the recent events of the crucifixion resurrection and ascension not to mention what had just happened on the day of pentecost when the holy spirit brought thousands of people to christ when peter said in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk he was filled with the spirit of christ he was imbued with the authority of christ that with god all things are possible and he did not pray God, if it's your will, this man be healed. He knew it was not God's will for this man to suffer. He knew it was God's will for this man to be healed. And he knew it was not his or John's personal power or ability that healed the man. A crowd gathered around them after it was obvious the man was walking for the first time in his life. This is in Acts chapter 3 verses 12 and 16. Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this and why stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power or godliness? Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. When you think, speak and pray in the name, the character, the authority, the mindset of Jesus, you will know who to talk to and what to say and when to say it. The Holy Spirit will put the words in your mouth and the love in your heart, and you will bear witness to the power and presence of God's love, the kingdom of heaven at hand. Jesus said in John 14:13 You can ask anything in my name and I will do it, so that the Son, referring to himself, can bring glory to the Father. People read this sometimes and think all they have to do is say Jesus' name, but there's so much more to it than that as we've just been talking about. Jesus' promise does not have an expiration date. His words still rush down the centuries to us. Obviously, it's not the words in the name Jesus that heal and bear fruit. It's the Spirit of Christ lived in your own life. It's humble obedience to Jesus's commandments. It's denying yourself, taking up your cross daily, and following the one you call Lord and Savior. It's bearing witness to the kingdom of heaven at hand. To pray in the name of Jesus, To pray in the name of Christ is to pray with the mind of Christ, the love of Christ, the grace, compassion, and forgiveness of Christ. It's to be Christ's representative right here, right now, knowing you have full authority from God to preach and teach and heal as Jesus did. And you can't do this on your own, as Peter and John pointed out, Even Jesus said in absolute humility, I can do nothing on my own. The Father who dwells in me does his works. That's John 5.30 and John 14.10. Here is Jesus saying he can't do anything without God's help. Why do we think we can? To pray in the name of Jesus is to have this same spirit of humility to realize that we are completely dependent on God for all we do. In your prayers, be mindful when you use the phrase, in the name of Jesus. Ponder deeply what it means when you say, in Christ's name. Imbibe the spirit of Jesus' name. You don't actually have to even use those words when you pray if your heart is already there. You are Christ's ambassador. You have been authorized by Christ to go forth in his name to preach and heal. May God bless you on this sacred journey. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm always grateful that you've tuned in to listen. We're working on our prayer project 22 Ways to Pray with the Mindset of Jesus in 2022, and this is week. Five This is about Jesus' approach to prayer. This is mark one thirty five very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed and In conjunction with that is Luke six twelve Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. So here we see Jesus getting up really early before anything was going on just to go be by himself so he could pray. Then we have the example of him staying up all night long to pray. We don't know exactly what it was that he prayed about, it doesn't say. This week, if you feel led to stay up a little later and pray about something that's important, you can imbibe that mindset of Jesus. And pray that way. Or if you feel you need to get up earlier to pray, do that as well. You might set your alarm clock, or maybe God just wakes you up and says, Get up and go pray. Go sit in your prayer chair and pray. Or you can sit there and pray in your bed. It doesn't matter. The point here is not just to do it as a formula, but Jesus prayed when there was a need for prayer. It didn't matter what time of the day or night it was, He prayed. He was either praying about things that had happened the previous day, or he was praying about things that were going to happen in the future. He was talking to the Father and listening to what the Father had to tell him. He had that close relationship with his Father. And so that can be our example. So this week, in this prayer project of praying with the mindset of Jesus, Take the spirit of this. It doesn't mean you have to stay up all night or get up extra early to pray, although you might do that. You might be inspired to do that. Pray when you need to pray. Don't put it off. Don't avoid it. Don't set it aside for another time. Even if it's just for one minute or at a red light when you're in your car, pray until you feel a sense of peace. That's what we'll work on this week. And if you'd like to get a printout, Of the 22 ways to pray with the mindset of Jesus in 2022, you can go to the show notes page for that episode, which was episode 117. You can find that at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 117. You'll see a link there to download the PDF for the 22 ways to pray with the mindset of Jesus. You can print it out, put it on your refrigerator, put it in your purse. Have it in your car, whatever works for you. And so you can think of this throughout the week. There are listeners in 130 countries to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. So you're not doing this all by yourself. There's a whole bunch of us praying this way. So thank you in advance for being part of that. If you're new to the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I'm so grateful you're here. I hope you will subscribe on my website to my email notifications. That way you'll never miss an episode. Go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com and click on the subscribe tab in the menu bar. Fill out the form and you're all set. Or if you have any questions or comments about the prayer project or anything you heard in this episode or any episode, I would love to hear from you. The best way to get a hold of me is through the contact form on the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com. Just click on the contact tab in the menu bar. Fill out the form and I'll be in touch. I would love to hear from you. As always, I will have all the Bible references that I mentioned today on the show notes page for today's episode. You can find those at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash one two one. This is episode one hundred twenty one. I want to thank you so much for all the ways that you have been supportive of the Bible Speaks to You podcast. As I said, I've had listeners now in 130 countries. A lot of this is because you've shared it with your friends. I am so grateful when you do that. Thank you so much. Some of you have sent financial contributions. I'm incredibly grateful for that as well. If you go to the website and go all the way to the bottom on any page, in the footer, you'll see a PayPal donate button. And if you feel led to make a contribution to help support the monthly expenses, of producing the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I would be so grateful. Of course, the best way to be supportive is to take the ideas that you hear on the podcast and put them into practice in your daily life, and then let me know how that's made a difference in your life. That's the most rewarding thing for me, is to hear that these ideas are helpful to you. Thanks again for all your support in all the many ways that you do so. That's it for today. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care. We'll see you next time. God bless.